Hey guys, welcome to No New Shows. We have concocted the first sofa opera podcast. In order to properly enjoy our sofa opera, preheat your entertainment by watching your decades old programs before listening to our fresh out of the oven hot takes. Cat Claus coming from her house in Smith Park. And Cassandra coming from her house in Humble Park. And this is no new shows, but today we are doing something a little different. We're coming to you from quarantine. Quarantine. It's the quarantine episodes. No new shows. No new shows. No new shows. No new shows. Thanks, Skype, for allowing us to see each other and hear each other, and still record each other. So thank you, Skype. If you would like to send us some money, uh, we are both unemployed currently, and, uh, you know, we're trying to get by. So we're putting all of our creative and every other effort into this right now. So Mm -hmm. you're welcome. Yeah. We have some things that we recorded pre-quarantine that are we'll work on later but we figured during this time let's talk about some relevant stuff about what's going we can't not talk about the fact that we're in quarantine and we can't see each other this is really different for us guys yeah so we've broken it down and the things that we've been able to do together are skyping like we're doing right now Mm-hmm. We've been able to do uh, some Jackbox games. There's a really fun Cards Against Humanity game, which I recommend playing with your friends. And the other day, we got a break of the cold weather, and like an 80 degree day came, and we had six feet beers in each other's presence together. So you know what? Try to make it work. You know, friendships are important. Really magical. I was running errands, and I decided I was like, hey. I can come for a drive-by once you said you were outside. I was like, oh, yeah, and I'll just talk to you from my car window. And then after I got tired of turning around and craning my neck to (laughs) speak to you, you're like, hey, do you want a beer? And I was like, yeah, I should just park my car and get out, right? (laughs) So she sat on the steps, had a beer. I sat in my lawn chair six feet away, and it was wonderful. It was a really good time. The most awkward thing was saying bye because after a while I was like, hey, I got to pee and I didn't want to go in your house for your sake and mine. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go because I got to pee now. And then I just had to wave bye to you. I couldn't hug you. That was the hardest. Uh, It's so difficult. But you know what, guys? Just be smart about it. You know, take take the time to, you know. Get together in some fashion so that you're still sane, you know, even if it's just having a Netflix date, you know? Yeah, Netflix. Pops a computer on and, like, you put them next to you on the couch and you're just there together. Having a Netflix party. 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 I mean, you know, not to discriminate, there's also Hulu. There's Video Prime, you know? There's YouTube. Wait, you could do, you could do, you could, like, watch stuff and see people on Hulu? Well, I just thought you were just chatting with them. Is there like a Netflix? No, it's like an, it's a Netflix party. So what? what? Like you log in and then you're watching it together at the same time yeah. and see each other. Well, where is that? Can you do that on like, I have a, I run it off the PS4. 
Or are you just running it off your computer? Maybe. I do it on my computer, but into that. I had no idea. I just thought you were just like, all right, three, two, one, play. No. Yeah, it's a because that will work. You know, yeah, it completely <laughs> avoids it. It will work. <laughs> um, but because your PS4 is like, in, you know, I don't have like a smart TV or anything yeah. like that, but I, it might work. I mean, I figure I have to like tinker with it a little bit. Um, just because I have it lit and I'm smelling it right now. Do you remember when I came by and I told you I went to Walgreens? Yes. And I couldn't get, I was looking for a thermometer and hand sanitizer just to have it. And I also needed Cottonelle wipes and tissues. And they had none of those except for one box of tissues that I got. So I ended up getting a candle, which was non-essential, but it smells fucking awesome. And I'm I don't essential it. then. You know, it's aromatherapy. It truly is. What's the scent? It is rustic rose. Oh my, that sounds wonderful. I just imagine like a a dried bouquet of roses. It's right. It's right there on my uh, side table. It's beauteous. It's a three wicker. I didn't get the wood wick. It wasn't available. You know what? It wasn't even tissue. So you know what? (laughs) You got to choose your battles. You can't be picky. They had woodwork ones, but they were all like <laughs> no sense, like a. Like they had woodwick ones. <laughs> <laughs> they had woodwick ones, but uh, I didn't even. They even weren't know. very well. <laughs> they had woodwick ones. Uh, woodwick ones. Say that sometimes, bats. Woodwick ones. Woodwick ones. Woodwick ones. <gasps> woodwick ones. <laughs> It's just fun to say, and it sounds like you have a lisp. It does. But you were pronouncing it without one, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah. But this is a three-wicker, and so it's very fragrant. I like it. When you uh, write that down, three-wicker, how do you spell that? Like, wicker. Is it like apostrophe E-R? W-I-C-K apostrophe E-R? Because what, how else, uh, I'm trying to think when I'm using it in a different way. It's a, it's a three footer when someone's saying like three footer. Well, it's just an ER, but then like wicker is an actual word. So it's, it is, you know, it's a good question. I was was thinking about it. I was pondering it while you, while you were talking about the Woodwick ones. This is a good (laughs) conundrum. I like it. I think you're just going to spell it like W-I-C-K-E-R. Three wicker. All right. Okay. Because that's how you say it's a three footer. It's a, it's a, I can't think of another example besides one. All I'm thinking is like old timer, but. Yeah. eh. But that's an ER. That's a word. Yeah. And you know, the English language is so messed up anyway. There's, you know, five meanings for one word anyway. So. It's true. It makes, it probably, it overcomplicates everything. Then, but then we throw in dialects and, you know, you're just. We really fuck. You have no chance. <laughs> nope. Not at all. When other actors, like from usually the UK or Australia, do a Southern accent, I am so impressed. A Southern American accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what movie I watched the other day was Hearts Beat Loud on Hulu. Okay. 
and it's with Nick Offerman, and he's got a a daughter. She was an actress. She was on um, Easy on Netflix, that Chicago show. Can't think of her name though, but she's a mixed uh, actress and she's gorgeous. But Tony Coletti is in it. Tony Coletti. Yeah, but I was thinking how much she does an American accent. It's insane. Almost it everyone's insane. Saying, There's certain actors that like I don't. I didn't even know they were British. She's Australian. Or Australian, exactly. I don't. I don't even think that. What did she do? The United States of Tara? <laughs> yeah, she did that. But those were all, I don't think she had an Australian accent in any of her personalities in that no. show. No, yeah. she didn't. That's the thing. I'm I'm just like so impressed because she never plays an Australian in anything okay. she does. There's mm-hmm. another actor. Um, he's in that show on HBO, The Outsider. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's also Australian, but does a an American accent a ton. Wow. He's like a small character actor, um, mm-hmm. but he's gotten some big roles actually recently. I can't remember his name, but he's the guy from The Outsider. He's Australian. <laughs> Maybe I should, you know, I got IMDb up so I can look for it's like it. Endelson or something. Endelson? Yeah. Mendelson. Oh, ben Mendelson? Ben Mendelson. That's him. Oh, yes. That he's in a ton that. of stuff. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've got his picture. I've got his picture here. I'm glad you pulled him up because that's. I was like, I know you've seen him before. He's been in a ton of stuff. So much stuff. Oh yeah, I remember seeing previews for this. Is this good? It is good. It's on. Uh, it's on HBO. It's a. Uh, it was originally a Stephen King um, novel, selling novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it. So it gets a little a touch of like the supernatural. Um, but it starts, it's really interesting. It's uh, Jason Bateman is in it in the beginning. And I think he directs a bit of it. Uh, oh, wow. Because he's only in it for a little bit. Uh, I've got a good eye. Yeah. It's good. Oh, and Cynthia Arrivo is in it. Yes, she is. He's been doing a lot of stuff. She's also British and has a, an English accent in that show too. Oh, she has an, or uh-huh. an American accent. An American accent. I'm sorry. An American accent. Yes. <laughs> <It's> misleading. <laughs> no, she has an American accent in that. Wow. Yeah. I followed her. I started following her on Instagram because she seems like such a powerhouse. And I was like, oh, she's from the UK as well. She is from the UK. So there's, that's why I said, uh, well, Ben Mendelsohn, they do like the after shows on HBO, you know, where they talk a little bit about, um, yes, they do a behind the scenes or whatever. And her and and Ben Mendelsohn were on it. And I was like, man, there's like a bunch of, of actors with non-American accents in this show. But I would never have thought it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like they they have thick, nat- their natural accents are very thick. So it's like, wow, that's a good show. You know what movie I was thinking about watching that I think would be very on topic with like what's going on right now? Yes. Rear Window. Oh yeah, it would. Chuck, wouldn't that be a good one? I've been thinking about it, but I haven't actually pulled the trigger or even like looked for it. (laughs) That would be amazing. It would be so good. So watch it, and then you know we'll talk about it. (laughs) Yes, we'll do that next time. What you know what you know what triggered that in my head is I was listening to 
my favorite murderer who uh, are also Skyping right now, which is really cool. Um, and they did the, the death of Grace Kelly. And so they brought up Rear Window because she's a star in that. And she's yes. at the peak, really, or her prime. Truly. Truly. And then, was that the last film before she became a, a princess? It might have been. Princess of Monaco? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. But she's so, like, her fat, the fashion in that movie, like, it's so funny, like, how they made her so perfect in that movie. Mm. Thinking, what would we, because right now we're both in sweatpants, or sweat. I'm in my pajamas. I have not changed since yesterday. (laughs) What would have been, like, casual around the house, like, maybe you were in a house coat? Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Is like you weren't expect, but even quarantining in like the fifties, sixties. <laughs> I wonder what you would have been wearing. I, you probably would have dressed up anyway. I don't know when. Yeah. when at, at what point would you have given up? <laughs> Three well, weeks about in? it. Like their lives haven't really like a, a housewife's life has not really changed that much. No, or their family is probably there all the time. Yeah, but she's still cooking and cleaning, and she did yeah, that it's like the weekend. Her- and all her regular clothes anyway. Yeah, she's probably still going to be, you know, oh, today's Tuesday. It's the day I do the windows. Yes. But you're just going to be here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It means dad's probably going to be working on the roof. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tinkering with something in the garage. The garage. (laughs) So tell me, Cassandra, a few other movies and or shows that you have been watching. I'm so glad you asked. I have been, as I told you, balls deep into Hulu. So Mm -hmm. I haven't really gotten on Netflix, except for, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, I finished High Fidelity on Netflix with uh, Zoe Kravitz. Um, That was really great. I watched the, yeah, I watched the original movie with John Cusick and I liked how they kind of changed the lead character, changed genders. Um, but it, it, um, I thought they did a great job because basically what the movie goes over, they kind of covered in the first episode. So I was really curious where they were going to go from there. Um, and it was a 10 episode, uh, season and I thought they did a great job. It was really good. I don't know why I've been kind of avoiding that show. I guess because I like the movie is so ingrained in my head that I'm just like, why do they need to tell that story again? But yeah. they, they just cover it in the first episode and then it does its own thing. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? But same, it keeps the same uh, techniques, I guess, of breaking the fourth wall so that she still sure. talks to the camera. You get more in-depth with the other characters who work in the record store. Yeah. Like, one of them has kind of their own episode as well. Um, and uh, and then is moving it, on from the breakup and stuff like that. Is it still based in Chicago? Uh, no, they moved it to New York. Okay. Yeah. So, it's still the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bummed, but no, it's in New York. But it was a great cast. We had, um, see, we have the, we, right now we have the advantage of being able to pop onto the internet and get those names real quick. But it's, I'll, you know, segue into some time killing, uh, 
talk right now while you grab that name? It's, um, it's almost on the tip of my, it's like Piper, something Piper. She's on uh, uh, like all those uh, faux documentaries, like Best in Show. Oh, uh, oh my God. Shit. I want to challenge don't do myself. this to me. No, don't look it up. It's like a. I'm not looking. I know exactly who you're talking about. Like it's like a Piper or Pippa or. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, then, you know, so the audience knows. So I don't need to go any further. She's in it. Yep. <laughs> I love um, Oh, God. She's only in one episode. Ah, she just plays this one. Damn, I was like, all right, now I want to watch it because I I love her. Yeah. Um, um, and then one actor, he's been doing a lot of stuff. I watched one show and then he was literally in the next show. Um, he's very much an everyman. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, he's a younger actor. He plays like the love interest a lot. He was in Obvious Child with Jenny Slate. Um, Jake Lacey. Ooh. I have uh, Obvious Child in my queue. Or in my, oh. yeah, in my Netflix queue. He, I'm so curious how old he is. Because I think he plays, like, the same age all the time. Because <laughs> Obvious Child was, like, six years ago. Um, actor. When he he was born in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Born in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Sorry. Oh, he's been married to Lauren DeLeo since August 22nd, 2015. Ugh, he's a cutie. So he's taken. He's taken. He's taken, but he's cute. I can't figure out how old he is. But he's in it. He plays... uh, kind of a love interest so he's good too and then I finished that up and I just started Rami on Hulu which uh I watched his stand-up special I think it was on HBO and um it's I'm really enjoying it I'm only into episode seven I think six or seven um and it's about a young Muslim man you know living in New York, or actually Jersey, outside of New York, but in Jersey, and I've, I've never really heard that story told before, or from that perspective, um, so I really, I really like it, you know, it's a very religious family, but, you know, modern, or young kids, I, I think that's a story as old as time, though, is always changing, you know, children are children's values are changing from their parents and things like that but at the same time I haven't really heard it in this day and age and he even has a flashback to like when 2011 hit and how old he was and how he felt about that and um but it's really funny and the soundtrack is amazing I like it okay I could right. not recommend so you've been it watching more. new shows I've been watching new shows, no old shows. What have yeah. you been watching? Well, you know what, Cassandra? I've been watching pretty much old shows and new shows. Oh, um, nice, a nice little mixture. So I watched The Outsider. Um, that came on. It was at the end as we went into quarantine. So it was weird. It's it's the first time in a while that I've watched a show like weekly. And I thought that was kind of fun uh, to do for, you know, 
the first time in a while because it was like we caught it right at the premiere um and i was like oh this is just i, I didn't even realize i was like oh this is just coming on and this is the, like actually this is the first episode and so we figured out that it came out on sundays and so like every sunday we'd be like okay it's i guess it's uh it's the outsider because you know what the hell else are we doing on sunday night <clears throat> at eight o'clock so i was like all right let's just watch it so it was kind of fun to like i haven't done that in a while to like watch a show weekly yeah <laughs> i miss that so much like that anticipation that you had of that show that was i was like oh sunday night such and such is on you know or tuesday yeah. night such and such is on. it was a really cool and feeling and, like, honestly, some shows are made to be like that, you know? Yes. Some of them are so intense that if you sit and watch, like, you binge three episodes, it's a little bit too much. I mean, like, I kind of compare that to, what, The Handmaid's Tale? That's like, exactly I, what you did. I, it's exactly what I did. And it was, like, right around the election. <clears throat> presidential election, and I watched all of it. And I got really depressed. <laughs> I was angry for like two days. Yeah. I, could, I was so pissed off. That show is not made to be watched in binge fashion. No, that show is intense. You need to take breaks. You can't just sit there and watch it or you're just going to get mad at the world. Yeah. So 100%. some shows are like that. And like going back and actually doing that really is like, you know what? I should do this more. We should like. Even if it's an old show and we never saw it, we should space it out so that, you know, we're not watching it all at once. <laughs> I agree, yeah. If it's sure I'm only watching, like, two episodes at a okay. time. Three when I, Yeah. Even they're, I mean, they're 20-minute, 30-minute episodes, but it's nice to just have, like, two. Because then once you get to three or four, you get on your phone, you get on the computer. Like, you don't. I'm giving it the respect it deserves. Exactly. Yes. So another show that I've been uh, watching, and it's for the first time, and it's an older show called Deadwood. Have you ever watched that? I've never watched it, but I've heard of it. So it's like um, this Wild West series based in, uh, like, the gold rush time, you know? So it's like they're establishing this new town, which is called Deadwood. And uh, so it's like a slow build of this town and, like, these guys coming in and becoming sheriff and opening a hardware store. But it's, like, it's really interesting because, like, they the dialect that they use is, like, this old English almost uh oh that's I think what they're known for like the writing is like crazy it's just like you're almost watching a Shakespearean uh uh show like show but My it's, it's these old best people and then um obviously they're using a lot of profanity in it um so it's like violence profanity and then uh you know with this almost Shakespearean language yeah going on yeah it's crazy so it's good I like it um apparently it's only three seasons and then I think it got canceled so they made a movie so we're like on the end of the third season and then we'll be watching the movie so oh nice you haven't seen it yeah I'm in it already it's interesting like they use the word fuck and cocksucker a lot (laughs) (laughs) which is weird kind of people my kind of people. Like, honestly, that was my first impression. That was my first, like, thoughts. I was like, why do they have to say fuck so much? 
And like everybody's a c- fucking cocksucker. And I'm just like, okay. I was kind of out of it, like checked out. But then like it kind of gets a little bit better, like as far as that goes. But that's my only like harsh critique of it. It's just like, okay, guys, <laughs> you don't have to say fucking and cock and call everybody a cocksucker. So apparently you do. <laughs> you do exactly. And apparently that was my grandmother's swear word of choice, was calling people a cocksucker. She never swore around me, but Grandma. She, she had a mouth on her. Yeah. She'd be yeah. like, that goddamn, that goddamn cocksucker. Oh, I love it. <laughs> See, that I like. Okay, good. Good. I had to, hold on, let me pull up this fact that I saw just a second ago. A factoid? A little factoid. Oh, it has a... Timothy Oliphant, by the way. Oh, he's I love him. I know so you love much. him. He's okay, so, so the word up. fuck is said 43 times in the first hour of the show. It has been reported that the series had a total count of 2,980 fucks and an average of 1.56 utterances of fuck per minute of footage. What? Yeah. Oh my god. I just saw that. So I was just like, what? That no wonder I got annoyed by it. 43 times in the first hour. In the first hour. Jeez. Okay, now I'm curious like how I'm gonna react to it. Right? But yeah. like some uh yeah, the issue of the authenticity of Deadwood's dialogue has even been alluded to in the show itself. So that's kind of funny. Um so, like, it's been criticized, apparently it's been criticized for its extensive use of profanity, um, like, mixed into the old world talk. <laughs> well, I, but it kind of makes sense to me, because if you don't have another word to describe it, I mean, that's what you're going to use, you know, and I don't think you had intellectuals who were really moving out into the gold rush. Right. That's true. I mean, there's arguments for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it spans uh, the 1870s in Deadwood, South Dakota. But what what an interesting idea because that that time period in American history really isn't touched on too too much. much. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is this idea of the Wild West and stuff like that, but really diving into what would that have been like or what would that to it was a very unique show for the time it was 2004 so like that's 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 been a while and like since then there's been you know wild west stuff like i mean like even westworld was like that um but like like i said the writing is 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 remarkable like the 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 way they talk is very interesting you really have to pay attention to it it's not one where you can you know, vacuum the floor or or do anything else. You have to sit and kind of listen to it. Yeah, and yeah. You're, you're gonna be annoyed by it because there's some annoying characters. There's not a whole lot of strong female characters in it. But then again, like it's the Wild West, so you have to let that go a little bit. Yeah. You wish I mean, there was more strong. Like there's a, a Calamity Jane character that's on there, who's really a really 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 much drunk and <laughs> kind of annoying once you get to the third season because it's just like come on Jane get it together what is wrong with you <laughs> in in actuality there were probably a lot of strong females out there but no one yeah wrote 
Um, yeah, or Calamity Jane to step into that role, you know, because yeah. she's such a strong female. Like, but I mean, I, you get people like Wild Bill Hickok and you get Wyatt Earp coming in um, for like a few episodes each. And so you get to see some of the like Wild West stuff that is is known. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool to see non-fictional characters popping in there too. Um, so yeah, it's a good show. I like it. I would give it a solid seven out of 10, you know? There's a lot of good stuff, and there's some stuff that I could do without. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty good rating. I'll take it. I accept it. Nice. I've also, I've been, like, trying to slow down, but I've been watching uh, Veep again, which I love. And watching it in an election year is just, like, can you imagine what where they would have gone with that? (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Well, I mean, it was on for seven seasons. Yeah, I'm on six. It was on for seven, yeah. No, at one point, it was airing during the election. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um, So, it's It's good, though. It's so good. I love... Four seasons are amazing. Yeah. And then it kind of makes a turn where you're just like, God, she's terrible. (laughs) She really is. Like, in the beginning, she's, like, teetering. Like, you see the good moments and stuff like that. And she's not really in... You know, she's in position of power, but she's definitely put down a lot by other people. So she doesn't have that, like, yeah. There's a point where Julia Louis-Dreyfus turns more into the Elaine character, <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, and Selena really- Meyer kind of just, she's just, oh, I hate her. She's so terrible. She's just a terrible human. Hardened by her hardships, you know? And That's true. You see, like, after... Her dad doesn't die in the series. Like, he's always been dead, right? Yeah, her mom dies. That's it. And how she was, like, more sad that her dad was still yeah. than her she mom. Was like, she was, like, um, in the midst of, like, the, I think the North Dakota. Um, oh, no, no, no. The Nevada. Nevada the Nevada. Um, primaries. Primaries. Like, or no, no. It was, like, the final elections and, like her becoming president and it came down to Nevada whether or not that they were and then that's what led up to like the vote um in Congress so so she was at her mom's hospital bed when she was dying she was like cheering because she thought that she won (laughs) and it was terrible and Catherine was just dying they and she pulled her off the ventilator while Catherine was in the at the getting food or something. Oh, <laughs> and she was like, you, you didn't wait for me. And uh, she's, I have good news, Catherine. <laughs> God, that relationship too. Oh, it's so bad. It's terrible. Cause you really do kind of hate Catherine for the first few seasons. And then later when you hate Selena more than you like Catherine more. And then you're like, yeah. Oh, we get it now. <laughs> yeah. Catherine's terrible, but you like her better than Selena. It's really, yeah. it's really Marjorie. <laughs> Marjorie makes her better. That's, and that's, sometimes I would be like, why does she even Catherine? Like no one should yeah. like her. <laughs> it's such a funny episode whenever they do the Catherine documentary and you like see their love affair start. It's just like yeah. so monotone. Yeah. It's so monotone. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. What a good yeah. show though. That's a good one. Just really pushing this HBO, aren't I? You really are. 
I mean, they do make some quality ass shit, though. That's for yeah, sure. They do. Do you they remember do. when we lived together and we had cable? Showtime. We had Showtime, right? We had. I think we had HBO for free too for a oh. while, okay. or we paid for it. Like we decided to pay for it or something like that. And we were getting rid of cable because Erica was like, I don't watch TV. Can we just get internet? And we were like, all right. (laughs) You and me sitting on the couch like, okay. (laughs) Well, it's either conversation about upping our movie package. (laughs) And she was like, well, I don't want to pay for cable anymore. Like, I don't use it. And we're like, valid. But then we're like, well, we don't want to just split (laughs) I don't want to be 50-50, so. <laughs> it's three ways or no way at all. Yeah, I can only afford it if it's split three ways. <laughs> so then, yes, okay, let's remove internet. Uh, or let's remove cable, we'll just have internet. But I remember us saying, like, isn't, is there a way, can we, like, just pay for HBO? We don't want anything right. else. Like, just want HBO. ahead of our time. We really were. That's what I was saying. That's what I was alluding to because the cable company was like, no, you can't. And then what, four years later, you have HBO Go, you have an app. You know what? You can- I, I would like a check for that because that was our idea. I'm <laughs> alluding to that as well. I would like payment for our great idea. <laughs> I remember, and this was probably why we said that. I remember like that time frame being when Netflix started their streaming service. Oh. Because I remember specifically being at the at our old apartment when that we started to get the streaming and not just ordering the DVDs. Yeah. I, when I first moved to the city, that's what I did is I would get the the DVDs in the mail. Uh-huh. Like I was watching Six Feet Under one disc at a time. Can you imagine? Oh when my! I, God. Like, I remember that. I remember. Blockbuster and be like, all right, let's get the first two discs or something. <laughs> it was one disc at a time, and sometimes like the season finale would be just one disc. So I would like watch two or three, and then like I would have to get another disc to watch the season finale because it had like all the extras and shit on it. So I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> Do you remember the Blockbuster that was by our first apartment on Ashland? It was like Ashland and Diversity. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Was it, still, it. it still open when you moved in or no? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I would I never went to it. Because I remember I like filled out a re- like a renter's card. I had a renter's card from there. I went in there a few times and like rented some movies. Gosh. <laughs> can you remember can you imagine those times now? having to go to the video store to watch movies? I mean, I was in there for at least 30 minutes because I yeah. looked at everything that came out. I was like, I, Ooh, up, I was at the video store once, twice a week. Yeah, once a week at least. At least. When I had to return them, so I'd be, go- well, I might as well look around. Yeah, see, see what else we got here. <laughs> I but- loved going to the movie store, like the block, but we had like a movie gallery whenever I was in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and that was where I would go. And uh, I had a good-ass time every time. We had a a family video. And actually, when my ex and I were dating, there was a family video where he lived. And we would would go there and, like, get, like, three movies and watch them that weekend. I loved it. 
I loved it. So good. good. Times, you know, good times. You can just pop on Amazon and watch whatever movie you want for like three ninety nine <laughs> if yeah. you wanted. If you wanted, you go through the free stuff first, and then if you really want to see it, then you'll pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I'll do is I'll make sure it's not on any platform that I have. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'll go to Prime last, and I'll be like, well, it's going to be there, but it, I might have to pay for it. <laughs> and once in a while, you know, it'll just be like, I need to watch it. And I'll just be like, it's like renting a movie. That's fine. $3.99? As long as it's not like one of those new releases that are like $9.99. I'm like, no. That's like a third of what I pay at Aldi sometimes when I go grocery shopping. I think they're like just trying to encourage you to actually buy it because you can buy it and then you'll have it forever. But then who wants to, who wants it for, like if you buy it, I, I don't think I've ever watched, I mean, I have a few movie DVDs that I own and there's some of them that yes, I'll rewatch like at least once a year. Like, but that's only, I would say two or three of my favorites. Otherwise, like, why do you have to own, how many times are you going to watch it that you need to own it? I have no idea. I have a whole shelf of DVDs. And the last time I watched a DVD off that shelf was maybe three years ago. Because everything is online now. (laughs) There's been one time where I'm like, you know what? I really need to watch The Science of Sleep because that's not on anything. Just like it was one of those things where it was like at the movie store and it was like on their clearance rack for three dollars. And I was like, well, I might as well get it instead of rent it. Right. Yeah. But now I have it. And then I, I'm just not going to watch it every every time. It's not like a movie I want to watch all the time. Only th- I mean, three dollars is great. Yeah. Get it. It's three dollars. Do you it. Know, remember whenever the DV like the movie gallery in the E-Town would sell off their new releases they would have like shelves and shelves of like okay we only we're gonna put it in like the library or like the main stock so we only need like two three copies we don't need these 18 copies so they put them over there and then you'd buy them and it'd just be a used dvd you'd be taking a chance you know that it it got used but at the same time you're like i don't care (laughs) yeah it's fine. I'm sure it works well. I would look at that $3 shelf every time I was there. <laughs> and you could open it, make sure there's no scratches. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. good. Whatever. We're good. Then we're good. Yeah. There's a, uh, a movie rental place in Chicago that we used to go to a lot. But since have had to cut because of, you know, financial. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What was this place called? It's called um, Odd Obsessions. That's it's it. on Milwaukee Avenue in, uh, I guess it's, is that Bucktown or Wicker Park? I don't know. What is it, Milwaukee and? Well, it's Milwaukee and all, it's like over by the Aldi. Oh, yeah, that's technically, I mean, I think it's Wicker if because it, it's close to the six points. I always think right. it's is Wicker. But it's, it, I would, let's say, call it Wicker Park. Um, yeah. And it's Odd Obsessions and they have like a bunch of like, bunch of DVDs you could rent that are new, you know, that are just out. And, but then they also have like a really good collection of stuff that you can't fucking find anywhere. I like that. That's what we would go. We would go there. I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. You rent two, get one free for like five days. Yeah. Good deal. I know during quarantine, I feel like everyone is like cooking at home for the first time for some people Um, or trying out like new recipes. Is there anything else you've done 
like different during this time? Yes, a whole mess of stuff. Woo! Um, let's hear. We've been, uh, well, Nick has been doing breads every other day. So we have like a fresh loaf of bread, which is great. And he's also been doing his meatballs and sauce quite a bit, which has been glorious for me because I love that. You love his balls um, sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see what have i made i made a vegetable soup which was really good and i'm still like having a little bit of that i made a chili which isn't really that new um i've definitely made new stuff i'm just blanking what about you go ahead uh the only thing is that sometimes my boyfriend comes over and so i finally figured out what i can make for him because <laughs> and like what he likes. So I made like hash browns at home for the first time. I've never done that. And you like I was, shredded a potato? No, I bought the frozen ones from Aldi. Oh, those are my favorite. Yeah. I was just telling someone about like. You were telling me. Like going to Aldi for the first time. And I was like, you got to get the hash browns. They are so yeah. good. They, I've never made frozen hash browns at home before. I was never oh, a big. You had them, right? He, uh, no, he ate them. I think I probably tried it or something, but I made it for him. But he said it was good. So he was impressed. So I was. It's actually, honestly the one thing I miss about Aldi is the hash browns. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I was worried. Like, I was like, is this too burnt? Because then I was making hash browns. And then later I threw like tomatoes and onions in there. Because I asked if I wanted anything. So the, I was worried the tomatoes made too watery. So then I left. But no, it was perfect. But so I was excited. I had my fair share of bad frozen hash browns, and those are the best. Good. Okay, good. Yeah, he was impressed. He was like, I'm really impressed. These are really good. I thought it was just me, but then it's probably the Aldi hash browns. <laughs> I mean, onions and tomatoes. That sounds amazing. Threw that in there. And then I don't think so. I've been experiencing experimenting um with the brand just j-u-s-t and there's like just eggs so it's an egg alternative it's yellow it's made from like uh mung beans apparently but it's just like if you get liquid eggs or liquid egg whites like you pour it out and you can make an omelet or scramble. I mean, they recommend scramble because yeah that it won't like fold over as well if you're doing an omelet but um and just doing that with like some spinach and I have like a vegan cheese that was really good. Just bringing back that old diner feel that there's used to be this diner in Bloomington called Garden of Paradise. And I would always get a spinach and feta omelet. And I love a spinach and feta omelet. Yes. And yeah. I, I basically recreated it because I put the cheese in so it gets a little crispy. So it gets that good flavor. <laughs> and with spinach, um, I mean, it's all out. The bottle's not very big, and I get, like, three uses out of it, maybe four. But that was a good week when I was making those. I like all of your experiments have been with breakfast foods. Because <laughs> I don't know how I feel about make- breakfast. I love it. How I feel about, yeah, I think that was around 5 p.m. when I made all the food. I love breakfast foods. They're my favorite. It's the best meal. Whatever time of day. Whenever it is, it's good. And I've been taking your cue, too. I was, I love kimchi on a fucking kimchi kick. And I've been doing the kimchi and rice with the nori. 
Um, sometimes I eat tofu in there with it, or I'll just eat it before while I'm waiting for the rice to cook. <laughs> I fried some, uh, I had some kimchi fried rice the other day and oh. it was so good. So did you, did you make that? I did. So, so I did, I'll tell you what I did. And I think that you can, um, substitute your egg in there. Yeah. Uh, I just like throw some onions and oil in the okay. pan, fry that up. And then put an egg on it. And then, okay. like, I'll put in uh, white rice that has been in the fridge overnight. Okay. You know, like like old rice yeah. works best. And then I'll fry that up with um, some soy sauce and sesame oil. And then I'll throw the kimchi in there at the end and then just mix that up. It's so good. Sure, it's delicious. It just like the kimchi fried rice that I got from the Chinese restaurant. Oh, that's Super easy. Yeah, throw a little bit of the, your egg substitute in there. I'm eating, I've eaten all the kimchi, so I don't have any more. But next time when I get when I was at Costco, I got a big, another big jar. So, Because <laughs> I was like, the one thing I was worried about is because I was like, I can't go up to Jungbu Market and like make a special trip just for another one. And they yeah. had it at Costco, like a nice big jar. Nice. So I have like a big jar and a half right now. I'm like, gotta, gotta stock up for the quarantine. Oh, yeah. This is, like, all I eat. (laughs) I just want to tell our listeners, if you haven't eaten kimchi, I, you are missing out. Like, I was introduced introduced to it from Catherine, and I have been in love with it ever since. It's probiotic, so it's really good for your gut and your gut health. So good for guts. Fuck Activia, just eat kimchi. Like, I don't know. (laughs) You don't. You don't need anything else. It is a pickled, spicy cabbage. And most of them have fish or fish oil in it. But I do, I have found vegan options that are pretty good. But sometimes, honestly, I will eat the ones with fish oil in them because they are so good and they're so delicious. Yeah. I make an exception for it. Um, So please go out to your local Asian market and look for kimchi and get it. You could look at Dominic's you might not have the best options but hey at least sometimes in a pinch like I said I bought it at Costco so I have yet to open that jar yet but I will have a review on it soon (laughs) I'm still working through my Jungbu market big jar but I had a moment of terror where I thought what if I run out and then I saw it at Costco and I was like I'm just gonna get this I don't care take my money I'm not running out (laughs) I'm sure it's fine It'll do. (laughs) But when you can, get the good stuff. Go to the Korean or Asian market, and it will be in the very large jars. So start small. They have, like, they have the Napa cabbage, and then you can get, like, uh, you can get a whole ton of different types of of kimchi, too. There's cucumber. There's potato. There's, if you are at the right market, you'll get a ton of options. Sometimes they'll even have, like, a whole bar full of different types of kimchi, Wow. Um, like a Korean restaurant where they'll just bring out like a whole tray. We got to go up to, to Lawrence and take you because yeah. like kimchi is not just cabbage. That's there all I know. A ton. You can, they pickle and <laughs> spice everything. Oof. Like the um, bean sprouts are really good. Yeah. Um, there's uh, just every vegetable you can imagine. Oh, that's potatoes so good. The potato ones are like so smoky. 
<gasps> oh, it's so good. Yes, we gotta go to a Korean restaurant because it's like pretty customary for them to bring out your little rice bowl and yeah. then the cream cheese. Like it just comes with your food. That's amazing. Where so, is it, Lawrence and? Well, Korea, I mean, it's not like a official, I guess it's not official, but like all the good Korean restaurants are up on Lawrence. It's oh. like, remember whenever we went up for the um, the vintage garage? Yes. Where exactly oh. was that? Fuck yeah. Sorry. That's Lawrence and Clark. Clark. Yeah, it's east. Yeah. It's kind of like little, they don't call it Chinatown, but they call it like Little Asia, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Because the pho is up there, like mm -hmm. tank noodles there. Um, but I haven't been to like a good, I think I've only had pho when I went up there. I don't think yeah, I can. That's, that's the area where you can get a good like um, Korean barbecue. Like you can go, well, I mean, yeah. Korean barbecue is not really up your alley. But <laughs> the I, rice and the kimchi are so good. They'll, they will probably have fish oil in them if they're. I mean, when I eat out, I just take stuff with the grain of salt you know what I mean you can't control everything and I well honestly that's a good way to approach life because I mean it's it's hard I mean it's hard being a vegan and I like will give you ultimate props you know because it's really hard I, I mean, it's imagine being a vegan 10 years ago oh my that would be yeah almost impossible. impossible impossible especially I mean maybe in Chicago but imagine like when you were in college in Bloomington Normal being a vegan, that was probably, uh, like, you'd be an unhealthy version of a vegan. Exactly. Yep. And I get asked a lot, it's like, well, what do you miss? Or what do you, and I, I honestly don't miss anything because I found great alternatives for stuff, but I miss the ease of everything. Like, it's right. so frustrating. Having to think about every meal. Yeah. Out to eat and being like, I can't eat anything here. Or sometimes, if you have like a dish without the cheese or without the meat, like places aren't good about flavors, you know, so yeah. it doesn't taste as good. And then it's just really frustrating. I was like, fuck, I just paid, you know, $10, $15 for this crap, you know, like that's yeah. not, not the best. So that's really what I miss the most is like, yeah. I, if I want a burger, I can get it. If I want a burrito, I can get it. You know, I know where to get all that stuff, but I'm not going there all the time or I'm not with people that want to go there sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So when I eat out, I don't want to be hangry. I don't want to be frustrated. Yeah. So sometimes if it has fish in it or if it has egg in it, like I'm not, I don't, I don't make a big deal about it because I'll just be a bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. off. And I'm not trying to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feel difficult. Like, that's the worst feeling. Yeah. Or my mom, she'll always make a big deal. I'm trying to see what Cassandra can eat. And I'm like, I'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just, don't think about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we are going to have to go up to, what did you call it? Little Asia? Is that what they call it? That's what they call it. Me, you know what? We're on our computers. I can look it up. I keep forgetting I can use the old internet. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I like I like it up there. There's some some Are, good some good places. Oh, I'm it's Asia on Argyle. Oh, Asia on Argyle. That's what it's called because that's Argyle right over there. Right. That's the that's your cross street. That's it. 
Fiesta Cross Street, Argyle, and Clark. I'm trying to think of the one where we went to a lot. There's like Vietnamese. I love Vietnamese food also. I don't know if I've ever been to just like a full Vietnamese. I've been on to like a full Thai, but I don't know full Vietnamese, which, but I love Vietnamese spring rolls. So there's just like so, yeah, like the glass noodles and they use like the peanut sauce a little bit and then like the veggies, like, oh my God, it's so good. Oof, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, there was like a, a lemongrass. Uh, I remember like the, I would always get the lemongrass and it was like glass noodles and it would have the sauce. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Do you know what's on the docket for me to make though is I got ingredients for like a, a peanut noodle. Mm-hmm. I have a Thai peanut sauce and then I also have glass noodles, which I make sometimes and I'll toss a little, a little fish oil in it and it, it mixes up real good. I got, I bought, I finally found sesame oil. I obviously wasn't at Aldi. I checked my corners, didn't have it. I went to Surmac, the um, Mexican grocery store. They had it because they, they have a good age. Aldi? That's surprising. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. Um, at least the one that I'm by, the Wicker Park one. Okay. Um, so I yeah. finally got it. And I used to make this recipe when I first went vegan, like two or three years ago. Because I get um, this bla- these black bean noodles from oh, Costco. Yeah. yeah. So I found Aldi had some black bean noodles. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll make that recipe again. And they're like a little, obviously, they're a little more protein filled in there. But I'll put tofu in there too. Um, but they're harder. They don't, like having the sesame oil allows them to like mix a little better. Like it's oil. not like, yeah, it's not like that regular wheat pasta where it's, I can't think of another word besides slimy, sticky. but you know, yeah, they're really, they're really sticky. Oh, yeah, clump. you're right. They yeah. Clump together a lot. So putting that in a little, help you know, too. A little olive oil and sesame oil, those better for that kind of dish. Yeah. Which I have, I have it now. So I'm excited. Yeah. I, I love sesame oil. You put a little of that in your ramen too. Like just a couple drops. I, that's, I use that. Yeah. So I'm like, so I am running pretty low on sesame oil. When I went to Jungu, I got like the big, large soy sauce. And I was like looking at the sesame oil. I was like, I, cause I, I had two little bottles. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I think I'm okay. Cause I just bought it. Mm-hmm. Not, not anticipating like a, a quarantine, just anticipating my everyday life where I use it all the time. Yes. I just bought one. So I should be okay. And I've just been making this kimchi fried rice so much that I'm just like, damn it. Damn it, I'm out of the sesame oil again. Well, I have a whole bottle that I haven't even used yet. So if you want some, I can throw some your way. Throw it. I know you picked up those dates for me. So I owe you. Two Two pounds pounds a day. Then you went to my workouts. I'm using it for my workouts, you know, little little date crunches. (laughs) I love that. I love it. (laughs) Just get some bicep curls. What are you using? Well, if you have like a box of dates, a box of two pound dates, that will be a good amount of resistance for Use you. You have it's it's canned. If you got a couple one pound cans or a package of dates, if you went to Costco, <laughs> we were doing the Zoom. It's one thing that's that I like about the Zoom, which is pretty fun, is that you can uh, change your background. I saw that a Bogue had. He like changed his background. I had no idea you could do that. Yeah, 
so Nick, because he was in here um, doing like meetings and stuff, and he didn't want to have his junk in the background, he put he you can just throw in like a, a random photo, like he did Austin Powers. Uh, but Nick put in a, a picture of Best Intentions, the bar. So uh-huh. it just looked like he was sitting at the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. So it was pretty funny. I walked in and I was like, oh, what are you doing? Where are you? I recognize that bar. Yeah. I like that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done, well, we're doing Skype, but we've also done Zoom meetings together. And then I've done a Google Google Hangout, right, for yeah. the first game. Yeah, it just depends on who you're with. Like, we have a friend that has a Zoom account that he uses for work all the time. Mm-hmm. So that login. Um, otherwise, you get kicked out in 40 minutes, which kind of sucks. Um, yeah. Because I feel like you're acclimating yourself for the first 20. And <laughs> you're bullshitting. And then, like, you finally get to something and you're you're already kicked out. It's like, damn. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to talk about um, a specific show at all. I mean, I can bring up that we were talked about maybe bringing up Tiger King just because it's so popular right now. And but it just seems so saturated that it's hard to, like, really touch on anything that hasn't already been touched on. Or that you already haven't talked about with your friend. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's amazing that something came out at, like, exactly the right time of which everyone has seen it. And there's, if you haven't seen it, then you at least know what everyone's talking about. Someone has told you to watch it. Someone has told you. Yes. Like, it's so crazy. It's like, this is like that time where Netflix needs to be like really putting money into their platform because everyone is watching. You know what I heard was happening at the end of April? What? Um, Let me catch my breath. (laughs) So you know how they canceled South by Southwest? Uh, I didn't, but I'm you well, saying that. It in like, because it was supposed to be around uh, March 16th or somewhere around like St. Patrick's Day, that area. Uh-huh. One of those weekends. Well, they canceled it because of obviously the stay at home order. And Amazon has uh, agreed to uh, put up all of the South by Southwest films that were in the festival. I mean, I think it's like a, you had to opt in to do it. But I'm just like, who would not do that? Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Uh, I I think it's like around the end of April is like the first guesstimate that that I read in the article, which I haven't like looked into it. And I was sure that Amazon would be like a banner or something. But right. Because they would have to get all of the work and like. Digitize. I mean, it's all digital, yeah, they just but digitized yeah. it and all that, and yeah. I'm sure they're still working on getting people like getting the the contracts and stuff like that. But isn't that cool? That is really cool. I like that. Yeah, I'm like that's that's an, a great opportunity for a small it, film to get a huge release. Isn't it kind of festival season? Usually, it, it's like the yeah. spring and. Well, Sundance is usually, like, the first one, and that's, like, at the end of January. Okay. Last week so, of January. So that was... And then fun. South By is is March, and I think Tribeca is the next one. I think so, too, because I have a friend who... Toronto. Yes. I have a friend who made a small film, and it was accepted to Tribeca, but now that's not happening. 
So I think they're going to make it, I think they're going to do some kind of stream or some option as well, the Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah. I'm looking it up. It says postponed. I oh. wonder what it usually is. Because I have a feeling it's like around April, something like that. Yeah. Because the and Chicago if is, let me just write 2019, see what they said. Yeah. And Chicago's in October, right? Yeah, that's not till October. Yeah, but April 24th was 2019. So April 24th through May 5th is Tribeca. Um, I thought TIFF was in the fall, too, like with Chicago. No. September. It's just before it, then. Okay, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so the, that's a really cool way to still have those festivals come out. I mean, I was telling Nick, I was like, I would even, like, pay money to, like, I would have the access to it, you know. They're doing it for free um, for anyone. Like, it's not even just Prime. That's amazing. I wonder if they'll have, like, an upgrade for um, an upgrade for Prime or something to that effect as far or as, like, certain releases or something. Yeah, maybe everything is going to be, like, a live stream almost. Oh, like, no. you have to like get on and watch it at a certain time but maybe if you wanted to pay you can have it available for at, at like any time yeah like that. Like that. but that's yeah, really but I, cool. yeah I heard that and I was like oh my god that is so awesome I wish that they would do that all the time like mm -hmm. I would pay money to be able to because I can't afford to go to Austin and no. you know have a hotel have the flights pay for the tickets like all of that but if it, they had, like, at least some movies available like that, I would pay money to do it. That'd be fun. Sure. I guess they want the the festival-going atmosphere, which I'd also understand. Yeah. We should go sometime, the yeah. two of us. Because I've I, never I, been to Austin. I also would love to go to Sundance again. Yeah. I still I have the postcard on my fridge. Yeah. You and Erica went to Sundance, I think, the first year we lived together, or the second one, maybe. Um, and you guys sent me a postcard from there, so and I've kept it. I And I just have it on my fridge. I love looking at it all the time. I bet you would be able to tell by what address it was. Oh, it was the Southport, of course. Yeah, gotta be. I think it might have been the first, then. I don't know. Must have been. You said you miss how I would always make brownies at the exact time I wanted them. Wow. Mm -hmm. Look at that little, like, nugget of time. I love that. Yeah, I was big into bake. I mean, I love baked goods, but I was big into always baking a treat, having brownies or banana bread or something. Did you make zucchini bread? No. Somebody, I, was never I don't remember who it was, but there was, like, a moment in time where I felt like I had zucchini bread all the time. <laughs> be somebody at comedy sports because my my mom's not a baker but I never also I never grew up eating it either I didn't know it was a thing until I was an adult well I you know I'm happy with my nanners I'm happy with just my nanners you would make banana bread all the time because I always remember like the bananas like starting to turn and being like should I throw these away <laughs> and then oh yeah no. you would be like no I it was like no I was like, oh, I didn't realize. I didn't even know it was a thing. I was like, I didn't realize that people made banana bread from old bananas. I'm sorry. 
Something. Or maybe they would just been mine, and I'd be like, oh, I should probably throw these away. <laughs> but you were like, no, give them to me. I will make some banana bread. Someone made it at work, and I got the recipe. So once I did, I was like, oh, yeah, let those yeah. bananas turn. It's fine. We'll make <laughs> <Yeah>. bread. <laughs> I like that because, like, that isn't – it happens. Sometimes it just happens. Your bananas go bad. So true. Well, let's go eat and uh... – and wrap this up <laughs> yeah we'll see what we got here uh guys you're really just uh seeing a little uh list of us chatting really yeah uh, we can talk about tv for a little bit um i hope that's okay that we didn't focus on one show this time but like i said these are the corona episodes so uh maybe this is corona episode one yeah I think and we'll so. just keep doing this for a little bit and uh see how it goes maybe yeah. you like this better <laughs> yeah, let us know. Just getting some stuff out for you. We can't sit down together and watch a show. So uh, we'll just talk about what we are watching. I know we're no new shows, but we're definitely watching some new shows now. We're so, definitely watching some TV, guys. Like yeah. a lot of TV. A lot so, of us. You should too. Tell us what to watch. You know? Yeah. We will gladly take your recos. There's so much out there that it's, it is easy to miss stuff unless it's like, Matt, everyone is watching it. So if there's something out there that we're not seeing, let us know. Yeah. Can I tell my favorite part of the week? And you might have the same one. Yes. It was our six feet beers. That was really fun. There was it some- was like summertime. Like I, I looked at the weather and I told Nick, I was like, that day is going to be 80 and the next day is going to be 40. So we're going to take our lawn chairs and sit out front all day. Like, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to watch TV. We'll take the speaker outside and we will literally sit outside all day. And I want to sit in the front so I can see everybody. So we sat out front of our house in the sunshine all day long. Hours for hours. Hours. I wait to all your neighbors that walked by with their dogs. I know. I loved it. <laughs> You're like, hi. Yeah. Um, it turned, yeah, it, it really was. It was so nice. I had had Zoom meetings. We had Google Hangouts. I had Zoom Hangouts. But, like, to see you in person, like, to go by your house and see yeah. you in person, even though I couldn't touch you and I didn't touch you, <laughs> and you set the beer down and then I went to go pick it up <laughs> it was still more than I've gotten and yeah. it so and I you know I live by myself my boyfriend has been my only quarantine exception so he's come over but otherwise I'm pretty much okay I'm not going like mentally crazy but it is so nice to just see and touch I didn't touch but I can't wait to touch you <laughs> right be in touch and hear your friend like be in their yeah. presence like I didn't go inside your apartment either but just to be in that vicinity was yeah something it was, was most so, necessary so necessary it's just like whenever the weather gets right again we'll meet in Humboldt Park or something we'll go for a walk you yeah. know yeah like, like I think the the weather is really gonna help with like <laughs> you know, being able to socially distance yourselves, but actually be out in the world and not in your house looking at your walls. So, I mean, you know, spring in Chicago usually does suck. Like March and April aren't the yeah. best months anyway. So it has 
forced a lot of us to stay inside. You know, it's not like you're inside going like, oh, it looks so nice. I'm missing out. You're not missing out on any nice weather. So it kind of helps. But in a lot of ways, like mentally, it does make you a little even more sad. Like, oh, I'm stuck in the house and it's nasty out. You know, it doesn't give you that vitamin D can really make a difference. And please try and go outside, even if it's nice, not super nice out, because you also do, you know, those nice days, everybody's going to go out. And that's when you actually have to be even more cautious and more safe. So try and get out. Like if it's gloomy or snowy, just get out and, you know, walk for 20 minutes. It really does help getting that fresh air. It does get those endorphins moving. My mom called me the other day and she was like, do you have like one of those lamps that like, gives you like some vitamin D because I was going to get one and I want to know if you have one. I was like, I do. You mean a happy lamp? I have one. (laughs) My husband got it for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We watched that Bright City episode. (laughs) (laughs) The sad seasonal affective disorder. It does kick in late spring because it does not get nice here. I mean, it's like it got to be so bad right now because everyone's been stuck inside. Yeah, at home, it's not like you can even just go to work and have that escape from like you're just sitting at home all day and it's gloomy and you're it's the morning and then it's the evening and then it's time to go to bed and then you do it all over again. So and like, you know, recently I found the value in actually paying for a gym membership like I was trying to save money and I was trying to make, you know, my apartment, my relaxed space, my creative space, my workspace, my workout space. And I I was, once I started paying for it, like it kind of hurt a little bit, but it was so nice to get out of the house and get outside and work at working out. And now everyone's back in it again. You're trying to make your home, your workout space, your creative space, your working space. Like it's, it's hard. I tried tried to do it. It's, it's so hard thinking like I'm watching TV. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up and still be here, but then try and work in this space. It's really difficult. Good luck. And just keep on pushing through. We'll get through this. Try and go to a park if you can't, you know, like walk to a park or just to get you a change of scenery, a change of venue. Um, Sit on your back porch, (laughs) sit on your front porch. (laughs) If you don't have a porch, get outside you know, try and find a bench somewhere to sit and read or, you know, get get you away from the screen a little bit if you can. Get away from the screen, yeah. Take a break. Well, this has been real fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you'll have some editing to do with this one because we kind of veer off into weird subject lands, but maybe that's okay. Who knows? Well, I mean, I'll definitely take out the part where I went to the bathroom, but yeah. No, I want to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that this is good. We should keep doing this, even if it's just for our own sanity. And yep. we keep up like a weekly, you know, little bit of content coming out. I know Cassandra has some exciting content coming. Maybe to Instagram video. We should look into that. That might be fun. I do. Um, we're going to start doing some more content because, guys, we're just sitting at home doing nothing. Like, we don't have an excuse anymore. Nope. Get angry with us. Be like, where the hell are, have you been? What have you been doing? I can at least block out two to three hours a day to try and work on stuff. Yeah, I think I, think I, I have can that time it. available. I think that I can do it. I, I have a motivation to, 
I just need the motivation. You know, if I don't get motivation, I'm just going to sit and watch more stuff. <laughs> I'm very comfy being unemployed. It's, it you know it's going to be really hard going back to work. Um, <laughs> I know a lot but, of people are having a tough time not working. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I am doing okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a lot of me stuff, which I never get to do, which is nice. Uh, I'm actually, you know, like you, more, probably do more than I, thinking about what I eat more than anything else, which is kind of like, wow, that's different for me. Usually I just shove whatever's in my front of my face. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think that uh, we're going to be okay. We are. We are. We're going to be okay. That's just, I guess, what I'm going to wrap up with. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to keep doing it. I mean, maybe you'll get three episodes a week, but they're none of them are edited. Yeah. <laughs> raw footage. <laughs> just the raw footage. The quarantine episodes. <laughs> Love them shows! Love them shows! Coupled one pound cans. <laughs>